0: You ain't got the answer, Sway. 2 Corinthians 3.17. That's the whole ball game. In
1: the name of Jesus, you be made whole by the power of God.
0: So rich church mirrors on hand. We're 15 All
1: right. Basement Full of Heretics, episode 19. Moses, what's up?
0: Uh, I'm good, man. Uh, the finish line is almost in sight. Uh, for season one, uh, um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, we did. We did let the, let everybody know on the pod uh, that we're going to be wrapping up season one next week. We do a very yeah. special episode planned. Don't want to reveal what that is quite yet. Uh, but for this week, we might even have um a more special episode. because uh, we do have a guest. Uh, here. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not going to tell you to introduce yourself yet. I'm gonna give uh, give uh, give you a little bit of a run up. Um, I'm trying to think. How many guests have we had at this point?
1: I think I think this is our our third. third yeah, is our third,
0: third guest. Uh, we had Stephanie. We had Kaya. And today we have a professional. We have an old friend. Um, mm. a, <laughs> a mentor of sorts. Mm. Uh, actually, I don't mm. want to say of sorts. That almost makes it sound <laughs> mm. <laughs> <laughs> legitimate. Uh, but but Kingsley Boyle. Um, hey. you, guys, you guys might know him from The Relationship Factor um, up on Instagram. Also, he has a podcast, The Relationship Factor. Wrote a book, The R Factor. To be honest, I haven't... Finished it yet? Uh, my mom read it. She really enjoyed it. She's been trying to get me to read it for like a year now. <laughs> Yo, mom,
1: mom, mom is out here. Mom knows. Mom is out
0: here trying to give that book to everyone, man. She yeah, man,
1: is honestly. a
0: massive
2: fan. Uh, oh, okay, mom yeah. knows things, yeah. man. Hey, I, I
0: think I think she like smells my troubled love life, and she's uh, <laughs> she's just trying to she's trying to give any remedies she can find. Uh, just kidding, not really. Uh, but it, <laughs> uh, but anyway. Uh, yeah. So Kingsley, we've known him for a while, a really long time. Like, yeah, I was thinking beforehand, like this is one of those episodes where we might all actually know each other a little bit too well. <laughs> 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 and we talked about it uh, before we went live. Uh, but it's like we could, we could, we could all ruin each other's careers uh, <laughs> on this podcast. Uh, we can for things. real, man. When you mention that, I'm thinking it's over ten years now. 10,
2: 10 plus years. Yeah, it, yeah, man.
0: Um, actually, no. Before, before we keep going, I didn't miss anything when I was describing. Uh, you know, all, all the many hats you wear. Kings to be out here collecting hats. Uh, did, did I miss anything? Relationship mentor. Guru. Um, is guru yeah is guru a, uh, a good word or is that a little too like
2: uh no uh, i like that word I, that <laughs> that's that's a word that i that resonates with me yeah. relationship mentor um uh, marriage educator uh, i'm a speaker i'm an author i'm a pastor uh i'm a marriage and family therapist counselor yeah i don't want to hype it yeah, too much then yeah, the, the yeah, expectations yeah. become too yeah. high like <laughs> what, what, yeah, right. yeah yeah Kingsley's out here. Kingsley's out
1: here, man, the busiest man, the busiest man in the world.
2: Nah, man. No, nah, no. But but,
1: but There's like only 24 was... hours in a day, bro.
0: <laughs> no, but but like I was saying before, um, it's interesting because we've known Kingsley um more more than 10 years, definitely more than 10 years. Before, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, before like we, we had Kingsley. all
2: these tags on our back.
0: Yeah, man. Kingsley Kingsley yeah. saw us as kids, like you know, going through awkward puberty. Um <laughs> Man, let's not talk about it. I can tell stories. Yeah, on that. no, that's what I'm saying. We all know a little too much. To Everybody got to be that's guarded true. this episode. But but okay, but even when it comes to Kingsley, like Kingsley, like we were, like we knew you when you were like out in the streets, man. When Kingsley was not like out in the streets <laughs> like that, but I mean, <laughs> when Kingsley, because there was a time where like Kingsley was known as like the guy who could dance. Like he was like the city <laughs> boy. <laughs> man, don't tell me <remember laughs> that, man. <laughs> we didn't talk about this on the podcast I'm sorry I don't want to seem like I'm springing any traps on you but no but what I'm saying is but no 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 but it's positive because we've seen you go from that to and I'm sure you can still dance can can you still dance
2: I do man throw it down down. and each time when I watch videos (laughs) I I just still like watching dancing but I don't just don't choreograph anymore
0: keep the kids on alert man some of these kids man I tell
2: you man I tell
1: you man on weddings weddings or events on weddings or events, if Kingsley was there and Kingsley stepped in, people would clear, people would clear
3: the floor, man.
1: <laughs> no, people people they didn't make a circle. out, they exited, they
0: yeah. ran to their cars, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People just start moving out when Kingsley comes in, man. It was actually too wild. Yeah. man. It was so yeah. good, <laughs> uh, but but pretty much this uh, suffice to say, I don't know if I use that word right, but but we've we've kind of seen that evolution, and honestly, like not to get too too touchy feely um, r- right at the beginning, but it, it's it's inspiring, you know, like it's really a lot. Um, to yeah. see someone go, you know, from being a young adult to actually like, you know, a family man with a wife and kids and, and, and careers and building something for himself. And I know this is, a, this is a conversation me and Emil have had, um, just about some other people who we've seen make that transition in your life. And I know like for us as young dudes who are still very much figuring things out, it's almost like, uh, like, you know, there's hope, man. Like we don't have to um. burst into flames <laughs> in, in our twenties yeah. Um, yeah. and turn into, and turn into a pile of ashes. Um, but I, I, before we get into the actual like podcast conversation, the topics, the questions, cause we do have all that ready for for listeners. We're not just, uh, we're not just going to sit here, uh, reminiscing for an hour. We actually have things to get through, but I was wondering like Kingsley, if you could maybe detail that journey of how you became like this relationship, mentor, guru, all these things. Um, because like we said, we know you from before that. Um, and so it's even interesting for us to see how you made that evolution. If you could share that a little bit.
2: Yeah, I think uh, a good tagline for why I do what I do mm-hmm. is uh, relationships shape your identity. Mm. Um, and that has been a tagline that I've embraced for the longest while. When you really think about it, everybody is in a relationship. It's either mm-hmm. in a relationship with an intimate partner or in a relationship with a neighbor or the grocery clerk. clerk. Uh, relationship is really somebody whom you are connected with and you dialogue with. And so because of that, I discovered that relationships shape our identity Mm. and because they shape our identity, if you can point to me, a person who has healthy relationship, I can show you somebody who has healthy experiences in their life. Now, if your relationships are messed up, it means that at work, things are not going well. It means stress is up there. It means school is not going well relationships really are the core foundation thing if you want to call it whatever you want to call it that make the world go around you know they say money but really (laughs) even if you have that money you want friends to spend that money with Mm. so because of that um, I invested my time in learning about relationships Um, took some webinars seminars grad school uh, uh, speaking engagements wrote a book on it and I've taken quite a bit of some time just to scratch the surface on what these relationships are about. And hence, I figured, you know what, if I've learned some stuff and there's somebody out there who I can mentor in a relationship, I'm going to do that. So that's why a relationship mentor. And of course marriage has a bad rap out there. People just want to go in and go out or oh, it's not for them really hmm. commitment that's issues. interesting. So that's why I figured, you know what, marriage educator, relationship mentor, that's where I want to be. That's my sweet spot.
1: Mm. I think, um, I think, I think that um that description that you had of relationships is really interesting because a lot of people, when you think of relationships, they just think of like romantic relationships. Right. So they're like, they're like, I'm not in a relationship because I'm single. And so I'm not in any relationships at all. But just the idea that like every single one of us Friends. are in relationships yeah. and relationships tell us our emotional health. I think that's actually a really a more holistic way of looking at it, and a way that, to be honest, I don't always think like that. And so I think it's yeah. really
2: cool.
0: Yeah, I, d- I definitely don't. <laughs> Not even <laughs> a little bit. Um,
2: so next time somebody asks you, you in your relationship, just say yes.
0: With and my grocery store click.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: He doesn't know we're in a relationship, but we are. <laughs> 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 oh, man. You know, can, can, that actually goes like really well into a question that I've had for a really long time. And uh, we've talked about it a little bit on the podcast. Um, but actually before I just want to say everyone, like, did everyone notice how Kingsley was enunciating his words when he gave <laughs> his answer? So uh, clear, man. Yeah, man. This man is uh this man is a podcasting professional. I know whenever me and Emil talk, it sounds like <laughs> like we're being chased by the devil himself. <laughs> He's like, oh, uh, and, 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 and here's the
1: thing: you actually will notice, like if you listen to Kingsley, listen to me, Kingsley's like. Super. He doesn't yeah, have yeah, those like awkward
0: pauses. Yeah. I'm like,
1: um, um, um.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a champ, he's man. Here, he's he's here, he's here to calm us down. All right, so we, we can just hop right in. Um, but uh, but yeah, I, I guess oh, I guess there the, the, the was those the jump cut there, which had a little bit of tef- technical difficulties, everyone. But we're back, we're back. Um, but the question I was gonna ask you before before Kingsley, because I was I was wondering, you know, and this is something I've wondered for a while, but why people are so fixated um, on romantic relationships. Cause when you talk about relationships, you clearly have this like much bigger picture in mind. You know, you're talking about the grocery store clerk, your bus driver, uh, your friends, your family, your mom and dad. But I know like for most people, like when we say, Oh, we have a relationships episode. And if they hop on and we're talking about how to be nicer to your bus driver, they're going to be like, what the hell, man? Like, (laughs) this is not (laughs) what I signed up for. I wanted to hear about love and sex and passion. Um, (laughs) so like, just in your experience, and we're gonna to get to the actual topics um, right after this, but I'm just wondering, like, why why are people so fixated on, on like romantic relationships? Um, is it just sex? You or also, is it horny, or is there? <laughs> is there <more laughs> it,
1: t- could be, it could be, man.
2: It could be. Yeah. You, you know, it's interesting because um, I, I don't really like that word "fixated" on on relationship because it makes it out to seem like relationships are a bad thing. I don't think they're a bad thing. There's nothing wrong with a man or woman wanting to be loved, wanting to be cuddled and wanting to mm. you know all that. There's so, nothing wrong with that. So if you're listening and you want some of that, it's all good. Um but human beings are relational beings. Yeah. Uh, mm. We were never meant to live in isolation. And our biology actually tells us to do something about it.
3: Mm. And
2: you get to puberty, your body begins to tell you, hey, look at that guy or look at that girl. Oh, she fine. So there's something about your biology that actually tells you um, mm-hmm. to start making some moves um, towards the other people around you, whoever you may be like. And, and so it's not being fixated. It's just a natural course of life. And because we were created to be relational beings. Here's an interesting thing. Research tells us that when uh, somebody goes to surgery and They come out of surgery and the spouse or the boyfriend or the girlfriend comes and they are around them, they heal better. Mm. So there's something about that that, that, that the the oxytocin that's being released uh in the body that actually makes the experience holistic and healing. Mm. So when people seek it out, they actually seek in healing, provided you find a healthy relationship. And
1: even and even and even I don't know if you've heard that thing of. Like, especially older couples, where like one couple dies and then like a while later, the other one dies. Like, but, like yeah, basically, like
0: from like a broken heart. Exactly. Yeah, like,
1: like, like their, like their health is literally connected. But, but, but Kingsley, I have a, so touching on this, but so it's interesting you mentioned the biology thing. And I was thinking about this because, like, I, I remember like anytime if someone's hosting like a seminar or like anything and they talk about like, hey, we're going to talk about friendship. Yeah, people are going to show up. But someone says we're going to talk about romantic relationships. People are packing in, like they're packing in. Mm-hmm. And, and so the thing is, like the heathens, yes, yeah, no, no. like like people, like 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 like. Let's use the church yeah. example. The thing is, if you're gonna if you're gonna preach on like friendship and Jesus, and people are like, I don't, know, I don't care. But the thing is, if you're gonna talk about like sex and re- and like romantic relationships, people you haven't seen in church in ten years are going to show up. And so I don't know, like. Is it is it just biology or like what is it about specifically, like romantic relationships I, I that just gets that. people excited? Uh,
2: well, you mentioned the word sex. Yeah, sex. Sex. sex, uh, sex yeah, Even in church. Even in church. And, 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 yeah, sex. And pays I the think
0: it, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> sex fills the offering plate.
2: Put <laughs> <laughs> it as a sermon title there,
3: um,
2: and and I think um. Uh, one topic that can't really be exhausted is the one on intimate relationships, mm. and mm. I think the reality is, from a Christian perspective, is uh, the love that God has for us can't really be exhausted. Mm. And so we mirror who God is, and so we too want to seek out something and keep and continue to learn. And more often when we're talking about relationships some of the relationships are not always working well and people are always looking to grow. So they want to hear the next thing, the next thing. Or sometimes people are hearing, looking for something so that they can go ahead and tell how somebody else is wrong or how Mm -hmm. bad they are, ammunition, so to speak. So really, uh, I, I can't really tell you exactly why this thing is so much of an interest in people. But what I can tell you that, it is especially when you throw in words like sex and love. Yeah. There's a certain generation that will pack the church. Um, any webinar or seminar. in fact they say uh sex sells. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I,
1: yeah. I ain't gonna lie, man. Those are to this day the most memorable sermons I always remember. <laughs> to this day, <laughs> those are the ones, those are the ones that stick. Um but
2: yeah. I, I, and I, I think that's a proper way to put it is your perception of sex will make you buy certain things.
0: Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Axe, Axe body spray—that was a big thing when we were kids. Um, but yeah, and, and, and we're we're hoping sex gets the clicks today. Um, because
2: let's title the podcast. The title, the title. Put the yeah, word "sex" on the podcast somewhere.
0: Yeah, yeah. Sex I mean, in
1: the basement.
0: We are gonna make it a really <laughs> relationship factor in the basement. Honestly, I've, I've always stayed away from that one because it's a little too active. <laughs> it's a little too. It's a little too uh, descriptive, Um but anyway. Uh yeah, today we we do want to talk about relationships and I, in my head I I was thinking romantic relationships um that that might still be the case but Kingsley you know feel free to take it whatever whatever no no we are talking about
2: romantic relationships yeah. when you told me come on you say let's yeah. fuck up yeah <laughs> yeah 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 we're not oh, we're not here to talk about, about my <laughs> friends friendships <laughs> overrated bro.
0: Yeah, man. <laughs> Get the grocery store quick out of here, man. We don't want to. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah, man. Let's,
2: let's, let's, let's talk about how you like your neighbor. Okay. Let's talk about how you got dumb. Let, let, let's talk about relationships.
0: Honestly, if you, want, if you want to learn about how to treat your neighbor, listen to the Joel Osteen podcast. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> Keep that nonsense away from us. Uh, Kingsley doesn't know, but we have a long-running feud with the Joel Osteen podcast. He doesn't know about it, but... <laughs> Uh, we're trying
1: anyway, to we're, we're trying to
0: overtake him in the in the rankings. <laughs> we, we're we're only project. we're only yeah we're only
1: fifty thousand podcasts away from
0: from taking over. Um, but okay, but but what we want to do today is is kind of go through the history of our podcast and and right some wrongs, clear the air, set the record straight. Um, with an actual professional, with someone who knows what he's talking about. Um, because like we said, this is episode nineteen. And so we've had 18 episodes to stay to say dumb stuff about relationships, um, and we've done a lot of it. Uh, so what I wanted to do today is kind of go through some of the different episodes, some of the different conversations me and Emil have had, um, and and kind of pose those questions to you, Kingsley. Kind of see your thoughts about it, break it down, see if we can actually get like an informed opinion on on some of the <laughs> some of the flagrant things we've said in the past. Um, and also of, of course listeners i don't want you to feel left out um we did make a call out to listeners um for their questions so we have some of those saved at the end we're going to make sure that we get to that that's the priority um but we're going to make sure we also hit some of those listener questions um and get their thoughts um and get your, i mean get your thoughts on their questions uh, so Kingsley, we talked about this before but you're, you're good to go you're ready you're prepared.
2: Hey, hey, let's do this, man, g- if I don't Gird know. your loins, my guy, everyone's good. <laughs> if I don't know, just watch my hand. I'll be waving like, don't ask me that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Just like, yeah. yeah. Man, yeah. you Amilos, hype me and I Amilos, don't want to fail here, Amilos, man. Amilos talks about it. If you hear just a really weird jump cut, just like halfway through a sentence. And you know, someone said something absolutely left. Like, absolutely um, crazy.
1: <laughs>
0: the jump cut. <laughs> All right, but Kingsley, uh since you're prepared. Okay, we're gonna go all the way back um to our, our second episode, which I think to this day is still our most um our our one of our more controversial ones, ghosting in the basement. Um me and me and me we had a conversation um you know just about leading people on. Um we, mm. we found out Emil is, is notorious for this. Uh, wow. <laughs> he he kinda had a realization. <laughs> Kingsley, Kingsley didn't even laugh. Kingsley was like, like tell me like, tell me something I don't know. <laughs> I can <couldn't> see, <laughs> see that. Tell me something I don't no, Keezy, Keezy, did you just do that? <laughs> did, you, did you just do that? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, duh. Come on, man. <laughs> no, that, but, was, uh, that, that,
1: that, was, that was my old life. That was my, <laughs> that was my old life.
0: <laughs> that, was, that was 2020. Um, but uh, but uh, <laughs> no, the question that we had coming out of that episode, we recommend people listen to it, especially if they want to see our own growth as, as men and podcasters, um, is, is where do you draw the line um between talking, dating, and wasting people's time. Uh because I think like when you talk about being led on, it's 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 kind of when you get those those things conflated and you know someone thinks that this is more serious than it is while someone else thinks that this is very casual. Uh people get hurt. Sometimes I think people lead each other on um intentionally. We we can we can get to that. Um but isn't but isn't isn't
1: talking I know King Z is gonna ask this isn't talking by its very nature just leading someone on?
0: Well, it depends. It depends. Uh, well, that's the question. Can you talk in a way which is not... It's just like we're, we're talking, right? Which is not suggestive. Um, And so... And it, feel free to rework the question if you want to. But I'm wondering, like, where do you draw the line between those things? Like, between, like, okay, we're just talking. We're just feeling each other out. There's nothing serious here. Um, as opposed to, like, <laughs> yo, this is actual... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man get your mind out the gutter, man. Um, uh, <laughs> or as opposed to like, okay, this is actually like where we're showing interest. Um, there, there is some level of like commitment. Is that the word uh, being shown here? Or, and then once you're like, okay, now you're just wasting this person's time. Um, which I think like is kind of code for, you know, leading someone on. Um, mm. wh- where do you draw the line for that? And like, when you, when you're talking to couples, like, or not, I guess maybe not couples of prospective couples. Um,
2: so, well, yeah. the whole idea of uh, we're just talking is really a social construct. And oh, hit him! Yeah. Hey,
0: <laughs> Kings, are really gonna hype you up, man. <laughs> <laughs> that,
1: was, that, that was that was my favorite line in yeah. university. I'm just like, hit him with a social construct, yeah. be like oh snap
0: talking talking (laughs) is a a tool of the patriarchy (laughs) (laughs) okay no but keep going keep (laughs) going no
2: no no really um um uh, talking is really a social construct which means that it can be it cannot be objective it's really subjective Uh and Uh so um sometimes people tend to say that you led me on uh sometimes it's because they were hoping that something was going to come out of this.
1: Mm. Right. So, it. so, so it's actually so it's actually the fault of the of the recipient.
2: That's one side. That's one side. Hold on, hold on, man. Hold on, Blame hold, the on victim. hold on. Blame the victim.
0: Let's do it. Let's
2: Be finished, man. Sometimes it's usually uh, one side. People, Somebody is expecting that, hey, you know what? The relationship is going to go right. Yeah. You could see the relationship is taking an L and it's not really working out but they keep on trying and trying and then when they realize that it didn't work out then they say you know what you led me on hmm. and some of these things when you hear people say we're just talking it's probably because they're talking late and if you hear a guy and if you walk into your brother's room and you hear him talking about <laughs> then you know something is up Hey, you know something is up, and, and somebody can't just say we're just talking. And when the, the, the voice goes an octave lower, you know, did, and yeah, I'm
3: coming.
2: <laughs> There's a shift in doing- voice. So so doing time, that thing,
1: doing that thing where his feet are hanging off the bed, and
2: he's just there. You is. go, there they're you go. The wall, they're
1: up on the wall. <laughs> with yeah,
3: pacing yeah, they're, around yeah, with yeah,
2: yeah. They're up on. The- <laughs> so so th- there's that. It, just talking. Um, if you notice that you're talking at these odd hours in the morning, you're texting each other, um, and you tend to be liking each other's post on IG and all that stuff, uh, then it has a little bit of some flirting in it. and for me nobody can just say that we're just talking when there's a little bit of some flirting there if we're just talking we're talking regular normal hours nine to five business hours (laughs) or maybe you work in the (laughs) dentist we're talking normal business hours
3: (laughs) Mm.
2: whenever the phrase we're just talking somebody has to qualify it and say we're just talking it means that there is some interest there is some liking going on there
0: yeah
2: so so Kingsley Kingsley so so
1: you're saying yeah I, then correct me if I'm wrong so from what I get from it you're saying that essentially talking is is say when someone says we're talking it's how it's it's a term that they use to describe like them pursuing a relationship
2: without the commitment attached to it that's exactly it yeah. that there, there is some interest in there and sometimes uh for guys for guys a guy may say I'm just talking is a get of saying you know what. I, I'm too scared to propose or to tell the girl mm. that I like her. So now nah, we're just talking, we're just talking. Um, And really so, dude is scared mm-hmm. to say, Hey, I like you. And so, so, so Kingsley, so,
1: so Kingsley, so you think it's the responsibility of the guy to do that or it's just, whatever?
2: no, nah, no, nah, no. Nah. Gone are the days, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. You <laughs> don't sure
3: subscribe to that. <laughs> <You're not subscribed laughs> dead. You're but to you But make sure you don't propose to me, man. Like, like, of King's I to the it. man. I want <laughs> no, to No, no,
2: oh, yeah,
1: obviously, obviously. But like, uh, but, but you don't believe that whole like the man has to tell the girl all the time that he's the one that, that, that he likes her. Like, she can she can do it too, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not, man? I got emotions too, man. Yeah, like Yeah, up that? You know, Stop being so heteronormative, my guy. No,
1: no, no. Um, no, I'm no, I'm I'm raising that up because I remember in episode two, Moses, Moses was like, Oh, Moses like, yeah, yeah, to- no, no, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> no, let me let me Let me lie. Let me lie. You, just dragged me. you 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 put me in such dangerous situations week after week. No, in episode two, Moses was like, Moses' was like, man, there are all these girls, like, if you're waiting for me to come and tell you, you're going you're gonna to be waiting and waiting and
0: waiting. I don't, and remember. Waiting. I, I don't remember this. Um, no, but no, but Casey, I actually have a serious question. Uh, because, okay, because at, at the beginning, you, you you mentioned how there's like the difference um, in expectation. Like when you're talking, it's subjective. So, someone, so mm. someone on one end might be trying to pursue the relationship. Who knows what the other person on the other end is doing? So I'm wondering if you could give a little bit of advice because, you know, sometimes, and I've found myself in this situation, I think other people have, you're talking to someone and like you know that they like you you know it but you don't like them like that like you'll still talk to them and 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 to be honest part of the reason why you keep talking to them is because I think a lot of us you know you you enjoy the ego boost you like the attention you like knowing that you have this person wrapped around your finger or maybe you know if I'm being generous it's like you actually like this person as a friend as a brother oh my god <laughs> like, <laughs> like you no, actually but, no but even so, nope. and so, and so my question yeah. is no but my question is you know if you're in in that situation is it possible and if it is like how but is it possible to hold someone at arm's length and like still have a relationship with them even when you know how they feel about you but you don't necessarily reciprocate that or is it your responsibility because this person's blinded by love at this point is it your responsibility mm-hmm. to just cut that off because honestly and i don't want i don't want to give too long of a run-up to this but like I've had, I'm about to expose people, but I've known people who were in that <laughs> dynamic and it's always been my advice to them. It's like, yo, if this person doesn't feel the same way about you, just leave. Or, or if someone's on the other end, like if, if you have this person like trying to pursue you, but you're not interested, just cut them off a hundred percent. But I'm wondering if that's the way to go, or can you actually hold someone at arm's length and just be but, like, I don't want to go as far as you, you want to go, but like, I don't want to cut you out of my life. Kingsley, before, before,
1: before you answer that, before you answer that, I just want to add a little caveat to it. Like, and like, one thing was touched on this, but like, there are some situations where, like, you you see potential with that person, no. but you don't like them as much as they like you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, 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 like you see potential, and like, yeah, you yeah, keep it, like, you keeping your eyes like, like, open,
0: you keep it around, yeah, yeah keep your yeah. <laughs>
1: keeping your eyes open because you know that, you know that, you know what, I, this might, this might, this might rock one day. There, there yeah, might be man. potential in here. I don't I'm not feeling what, what you're feeling, but what's, there what, might be potential. Here. What,
0: what's what's life without a plan B, man?
1: We all we, we all need a plan. No, L. no know,
2: honestly. The, 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 I and I honestly think no, that for the longest while we have put the onus on one side to say that, hey, if the if you don't like the person, just tell them.
3: Yeah. But
2: also the reality is with the other person, if you like somebody, just tell them, you know what? I'm kind of interested in you. If you don't see them taking any steps, just let them know. And if they tell you, you know what, I'm interested in you, then you work with that. But sometimes we want to play, do mind reading. Um, you want to do dress in a particular way or buy them this or tell them, you know what, let's go to a certain place. And you get upset when they bring their friends because you thought maybe it was just going to be the two of us. Like, you don't have to be undercover about these stuff. Mm. yeah. Um, yeah just tell them you know I'm kind of interested in you like mm-hmm. like you know
0: yeah. I just want to see where this <laughs> goes
2: but' then, like so
0: but but what if you're the person being pursued but you're not interested do you like and but you see this you see this person is dying inside because they want to be with you but you don't want to be with them but but you don't hate them necessarily so is it is the is the proper response to just cut them off hundred percent or like how do no, you No what
2: what that's that's childish cutting them off hundred ah, percent that's, that's,
3: that's ah! yeah. <laughs> no, no 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 no
2: no no like like no no I, I mean if you can see that they have other intentions it's okay to let them know you know what I, I don't actually see us being in a relationship um, what about what about but the only problem them? is um uh for for girls can do that they can have a platonic relationship for guys if you're the guy who's interested in a girl Mm -hmm. and they tell you that you know i I see us as friends it's good for you just to cut the relationship because the reality is guys will always be thinking oh yeah today she called me at 11 p.m does that mean she she kind of likes me or like for guys there's no (laughs) such thing this is my prince philosophy i got two young girls two daughters. I cannot have my daughter come and tell me, Dad, that's my friend and the friend is a boy. (gasps) Hell no. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. He's he's your friend, but you're not his
1: friend. (laughs) Exactly.
2: (laughs) And then I think for girls, they can work around that. They can actually say, you know what, Uh, let's just be friends. But if you are the guy, um, that's always going to be a plan B for you. And that's a recipe for you to mess up with the girl and hurt the girl. So I think yeah, but, but Kingsley, Kingsley, but now here's the thing, right? You said something, the idea of like, just, just tell him,
1: but like, and this was something we spoke about in episode two. The thing is, Kingsley, I tell a girl that I like, you, right. Mm-hmm. But like who's in, in, in five weeks, what if I just don't like you anymore? The thing Bro. is, like, the thing is, I, is no, I, I, no, 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 I, I no, don't, don't no. no listen, 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 no, it doesn't no, work like that, man. No, Kingsley, King's what, King's. what on earth? No. Did, did, did you like, okay. have a brain okay. injury? Were no. you hit in no. the head? No. Why? Why no. don't you like no. the person? No. No, 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 no. Let me finish. 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 You get to know a person. You get to know a person, right? And like, their personality is just is just whack. Like, 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 like their personality is just whack. And like, and the thing is, you. The thing is, you can't just tell someone, "Yo, your personality is whack." Like, like th- that would finish them. Okay. No, Talk so
2: take them. the relationship to the business hours. Talk to them between mm-hmm. nine and five. Talk to them at seven pm.
1: <laughs> no, no. The, 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 then you start. Then you start talking to them between nine and four, <laughs> and then nine and two. <laughs> yeah,
2: because I mean, that's, that's the reality. This is the number. Time. What
0: happened? <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> be professional. This is don't professional. ghost and texting each other. I just wanted to say good night. What do you mean you just wanted yeah, to say good night? Yeah.
1: Ah, that's the one, eh? That's the one. good, eh? eh? good morning, good morning, good night.
0: See, honestly, your lunch? That, that, yeah. that, that, that's that's the text you just, said before you have a four-hour just keep hour conversation. Professional <laughs> night <nine through> to five. <laughs> no, I just want to say good night. Y'all gonna be up till four a.m. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <man>. ah, that's... <laughs> no. no, no. The
1: worst, the worst is the worst is when you're tired and you and you're trying to sleep because you're not. Man, I have work tomorrow. But the thing, but the thing is, no, you're man. not stopping. You keep going When the game calls, you answer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> answer. and you're like, you're like, you're, you're, you're like, tomorrow, tomorrow you come to work with your eyes red, like oh, man.
2: tired. <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, no. I, I I think honestly, um, um. Uh, I honestly think that people choose to be led on. You see all the signs. Mm, I believe the same thing. You see all the signs and you're thinking that is going to change. And on the flip side, some people do get led on. I mean, that's why we have the word players. Uh, There are some people who are just players and they'll just lead you on, string you along because they just want something. And that's a different case altogether. We can't create a formula on that. Like we say, talking is a social construct. We can't objectify it, or it's it's really subjective. Where do you draw the line? You, it's best for you just to talk about. it. Hey, you know what? I'm, I'm I'm just trying to talk and see where this leads.
1: So Kingsley, so Kingsley, you're saying even with a player, there's a certain amount of responsibility that falls on the person being led up.
0: I, I I think so. Yeah.
2: Yeah, to some certain extent. You know what? Players are not just people that. Uh, play. Somebody who's a play. They're probably known that they're a player. Mm. Your girlfriends have told you leave that guy alone, or your friends have told you that girl, man, stay away from her. But you want to persist and say, "Well, uh, but she's you know, sweet, man." Yeah, she's sweet. Like, <laughs> and your friends are telling you, like, leave that girl alone. Those are all red flags that you need to pay attention to. And mm-hmm. if you start asking them about their past and they become dodgy and all that stuff, <laughs> then you know that you know what something that's is okay. up here. So,
1: so, so Kingsley, so Kingsley, would you would you say would you say that if you're in that place where if you're in that place where where like your friends are telling you and like everyone's like yo, like this is kind of sketch, and you just keep doing it, would you at that point say that's not, that person is firmly like you are firmly
2: infatuated, like you're totally infatuated at that point? I would I would say so. And and here's the reality again. There are some people who were told by their friends, you know, stay away from that guy, stay away from that guy, or stay away from that girl. They're bad news. And the relationship worked out.
3: Mm. So
2: so it's not an absolute, don't
0: uh, don't give don't give these people, yeah, hope, Casey, give these people Casey, hope, yeah, yeah. You're, you're making people think they testimony testimonies, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: No, no, the, okay. person, the, person, the person listening is not talking about you, he's not talking about you. No, you're not the exception. <laughs> this is not your story, so oh, man. he's not, he's oh, not talking man. about you. Oh, man. Uh, no,
2: yeah, I, I, I honestly, I, I think that, uh, um, th- there are some exceptions, but why wait to be a find out if you're an exception or have a heartbreak and stress and all that stuff. If your friends are telling you, hey, watch out for this guy, they did this. And I've, I've heard some friends in the past or oh, come and talk to me or girls will come and talk to me. Like my friend is, is, is hanging out with this guy and this guy is hitting on me. And I'm trying to tell my friend that this guy is hitting on me. And the girlfriend says, no, you're just jealous.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: You you. Yeah. you you dug your grave, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so you got, you got, you got to see the red flags. Look at the red flags. And sometimes when you're infatuated, or oh, when you're in love, mm-hmm. you don't see mm-hmm. all of that stuff. Yeah. Drunk in love.
0: Honestly, you no, know, King. I feel, I feel very validated. Um, because these, these are some of the things I've been trying to, I've been trying to tell you people, man, <laughs> since episode two. Uh, get yourselves out of these situationships. It's down to you. Um, but I, I want to fast forward a little bit um to episode six. Uh this was uh this was our first episode of guests with Stephanie. Um much, much thanks to Stephanie for that. Um but we we had a conversation about purity culture. Um uh and you know, like we talked about before the show, this is a Christian podcast. We we, we even though we we cuss, we're in the Christian section.
3: <laughs> still, still, and they still of, let us of, in? Uh,
0: of Apple Podcast. Yeah, they still haven't caught on to us. Um but but we had a conversation um so so yeah so obviously we want to have these conversations but we, we want to have an open free conversation about some of these topics mm-hmm. um and and we talked about purity culture and and specifically you know as three young people who had been raised in the church and really dealt with the damage that comes with the way you're taught about sex in the church like the way you're taught about Um, especially like for women um, and Stephanie really spoke to it quite well, but like you're almost taught as if like, Oh, if you have sex, then you're like, you know, a chewed piece of gum, you're used, you're, you're irredeemable. Um, And just all this strictness and this rigidity and and it it comes to this place where I, where kids who grew up in the church, at least the ones I know, like they're either completely oblivious about sex or like when they, when they're actually in a position where they can start having it, it's like traumatic and scary and all these things. And it's, it's, it's not even Mm. a pleasant thing. And so the question we, we kind of came to, I don't know if we really got a clear response, a clear answer, is that is purity culture, at least the way it's structured now, is it something that can be reformed and can be redeemed? Like, are the core ideas, um, and w- whatever you think those core ideas are, whether it's like, you know, you should save sex until after marriage or whatever, whatever, are the core ideas still good and we can build, like, a useful framework around it? Or do we need to just completely level the whole thing and restart um, because it's just so toxic at this point?
2: Um, you see, the, a couple of things is just you're talking about this purity culture is yeah, I think yeah. the way we have taught it, uh, we have attached a person's identity to what they do or don't do.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: And, that, mm-hmm. and that's messed up. And because we've attached an identity on what they do or don't do, we miss the opportunity of actually attaching the identity on who they belong to or who should mm. be. to
0: mm. man, you don't, this man's not actually preaching. You don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> no, this
2: is good. Oh, this is good. This is
0: a good word. So, oh. This is a good word. That's so from the word, get-go
2: keep there, keep going keep going that, that, that's that's messed up and before we even talk about the idea <clears throat> of community culture and all that stuff I think a whole lot of the other conversations that we have around how you are lovable on how um, um, God chases you consistently and you and, and all that stuff that's where we need to begin to say that you know what even you in the club the Holy Spirit is still hanging out with you there You are lovable. We care about you. And so (laughs) once we start teaching that, that you are lovable, and then we can start moving on to the purity culture. And to some certain extent, I tend to think that um, purity culture is not wrong. We just haven't taught it right
0: gonna right, yeah. keep going. This is a bit of a hot taking, so you're going to have to explain this. <laughs>
2: Honestly, man, people are preparing to
0: cancel
2: you, man. Yeah. Um, you
0: know,
2: like somebody who goes into a jazz club and says, you know, we got to reform this place, this music is ancient, we mm. got to start bringing in some new music here, we want to bring some R&B or whatever the case may be, you mm. want to change the system that exists. The Bible actually talks about purity, abstaining. Mm. And you want to come in and change that and say, well, it doesn't fit the model now. It's what it is. Leave it for what it is. Now, what we can change and reform is how we teach that. Mm. We have attached the identity on what you do and what you don't do. And if you do something, then, oh, my goodness. Yeah. You know how we have a hierarchy of bad things or sins and sex tends to be the one that's at the top. Mm. So those are the things that we need to start looking at in terms of how we teach it. And the reality is a whole bunch of these Christians are are having sex. Mm -hmm. Um, So when they come into church and they're hearing abstain, 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 because you will be like this, you will be like this, you will be like this. It, it doesn't fit their narrative. It doesn't fit their story. So Mm -hmm. we got to give something different or something a little bit, something that, 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 that they can relate to. Stop teaching the do's and the don'ts that, that's where your identity is. Your identity really is on your relationship with Christ.
1: I think. I think. I think. In a way, um, I heard someone say that one of the difficulties with purity culture, and I don't know if you if you find this to be the case, is that we 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 become so obsessed with our actions that we start to like dehumanize each other. Like, like it uh-huh. takes away like the humanity out of people because, like, I remember I was talking to someone like. Like your your life is much more than just whether or not you have sex. To the point that you literally only think like if I'm not having sex, it means my life is good. Like like like, like yeah, like, I'm, like so I, much,
2: I, I'm, yeah. Up I'm up there, I got brownie points.
1: Yeah, like mm-hmm. the thing is, like your like your your mental health could be whack. Like your interaction with other people could be whack. Like everything else would be falling apart. But in your mind, look, I'm not having sex means I'm a good person. Like it's just like. It's, yeah. it's, it's so
2: imbalanced at times.
0: Maybe you're just unlucky. It,
2: it, it's interesting because, uh, Maybe it's interesting because um, um, in general, in general, we don't even talk about sex. And when you really think about it, sex is good. There's nothing wrong with hey. sex. Mm. It's just the timing. Okay, explain the timing. Maybe, please. Let me run hours. that again. Well, business business <laughs> hours. <finished that>. Business hours. <laughs> Could you repeat, please? Could you? There is nothing wrong with having <laughs> sex. Uh, Mm. it's just a matter of timing like the timing of having sex yeah because in the biblical context we teach that you have sex when you're married Mm. sex is not bad so what young people when we teach them we teach them that is bad in essence we're telling them that sex is bad and guess what and we don't talk about it so when somebody gets to their marriage bed and they have sex for the first time they have no clue what they're doing
1: okay so, so so you're saying so you're saying sex isn't bad all right. Sex
2: is not bad. <laughs> is, is My, sex... no, let is no, let me no let me finish, Let me, finish. me Is sex outside of marriage bad? In the biblical context, oh. uh sex outside of the marriage is inappropriate.
0: What about in your opinion?
2: But is it bad?
0: Nope.
2: Okay, what do you mean what do you mean bad? Because I don't like ah. that word bad. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no,
0: no,
2: it, no, It'll still be no, good. Yeah.
1: No, 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 no. It, no it'll still be
2: good. It'll ju- you'll just
1: have some scars with it. Sure, sure, sure. But no, because the reason because because like the the um the, the the way we're taught it is that um you're saying that the idea of like we say sex is bad, like sex is Sex, sex is not ugly. bad. No, 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 no. What I'm saying... Yeah, guys, we're, 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 we're talk- we
0: all agree. Sex no. is not bad. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: no, we agree with that. But what we're saying is, like, sometimes we're taught that, like, that, that, like, we're talking about, like, the 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 wrong way of teaching it. Is we say, like, oh, sex is bad. When you have sex, you are, like, defiling yourself. You're dirty and stuff like that. And so you're saying that sex is not bad. Sex at the right time is whats is what we're aiming for. And so my question is, when you have sex outside of marriage, is it all those things they told us it was? Is it? Is it? Is it? Is it dirty? Does it? Does it? Does it defile you? Does it do all those things that we were told about it outside of marriage?
2: I don't think it defiles you. I don't think it. Uh, uh it makes you lesser for human being. I think you're just setting yourself up for a lot of scars. Mm. Um, you you carry like, a lot like of
3: baggage with
2: with 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 that. There's a reason why. Um, It is confined to to marriage Hmm. Uh, because whoever you attach to, you give a piece of yourself. And can you imagine? Is that that soul
1: ties? Is that that what soul ties are? Say what? Is that what soul ties
2: are? I don't even know what that is, man. (laughs) (laughs) You you never heard the
0: word soul ties? That's that's big on... uh... I don't
1: know. On black
2: Twitter. Well, on on,
3: on, on, on hor- horoscope Twitter, Oh, horoscope. soul
2: ties. Okay. People, people be talking about
0: horoscopes. It's like, yeah. yeah. They talk about soul ties. No, yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, <laughs> uh, really the big one is baggage. Um, mm. It comes with a whole lot of baggage. Um, mm. And many of those things, you take them to your marriage. And they may affect your sexual relationship in a way that is unhealthy. And it's interesting because sex is defined in the biblical terms as how God views or has an experience with you. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. When you get to the let me let me let me talk about it. The experience of an orgasm that mm-hmm. that 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 ah that, oh, experience <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, that, that is the relationship. that that experience is what it defines how how good it is to be in a relationship with god yeah and so that's 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 really about it i i think my my beef with it is mainly uh the fact that we have attached identity to what you do and what you don't do Mm,
3: and mm. once we have
2: done that we label sex as bad and bad and bad and then that throws things off for people that get into marriage, they don't know what to do. And really we take away the pleasure in sex. It mm-hmm. becomes now a chore. Okay. We just do it in marriage. Oh, okay. There's times when we do it, but really it's something to be pleasure, to have pleasure, to, to have yeah. fun, to play. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: So, so, so there was something we spoke about in episode two, where we talked about, I know I think episode six with Stephanie, where we talked about, so we agree that like we said a marriage, marriage, the reason, the reason why, I think we said the reason why we have sex within marriage is the idea that there is commitment behind behind that. There's security behind that. The fact that 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 you are connected to that person, there's a certain amount of security and commitment. So, would you say that if if you are in a committed relationship with someone where where you've been in it, you've been through thick and thin, and like you're you're sticking together? you may not necessarily be married, but you're in a committed relationship with that person. You're not seeing other people. You're with that person. And you're like, you're committed to that person. Then would you say having sex in that relationship is just like having sex within a marriage? Because you're committed and and you're not, and you're not going out with other people. You're not seeing other people. You're not having sex with other people. You're with the same person and you're consistent with that person.
2: Well, the, the, the reason, uh, your reasoning of having sex in a committed relationship in marriage, that's not my reasoning for saying you should have sex in a marriage. Mm. And so it follows that it's because it's not my reason. Then I wouldn't say have sex because you're in a committed relationship. Okay. Yeah. So for me, uh, as I read when I, when I'm reading the Bible, it says have sex when you're married outside of that is inappropriate. Mm -hmm. Just leave it in there and do it in there. The reality is it's happening outside. So mm. we, should, we need to have conversation while it's happening. Yeah. I, I honestly think that we need to be having conversations around. You need to protect yourself because sometimes we say don't have sex. But while it's three quarters of the people sitting in there actually having sex, mm-hmm. reckless sex for that matter.
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: So we need to put a caveat. saying, say, you know what? The, the Bible teaches I don't have sex. Uh, do, that's really where we want to be. But you know what? If you're already feeling it and you're you you already in it, just be careful. Make
1: sure. So, so, so that's actually really interesting because I,
2: to be honest, growing up in the church, that's really a
1: perspective I've never heard. The idea that like that like this is this is what we're aiming for. This is the standard. This is what we want us to do. But the idea of like having making sure people are protected, like that's really interesting. So the problem like is that.
2: because if we say that people would take it as that you
1: are now endorsing yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, but, but, but you don't you don't
0: think that's no, 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 no. Because uh, then I'm wondering, like, then how do you properly teach those things? Because it seems to be it seems to me as if you're on the side of purity culture can be reformed. It just, like, not, doesn't necessarily need to be totally abolished and thrown away. And so, yeah, that's my question. Is So then how do you properly teach people, um, you know, these these biblical principles about sex and relationships without making it as damaging as it's been um, so far? yeah
2: i think the first step is normalizing the conversation around sex because yeah. right now if you walk into a group of people and say we'll talk about sex people start smiling all of a sudden it's like it's they start looking around yeah. if i started You're getting ready to sex, lie
3: <laughs> mom and <dad>
2: and they're, <laughs> yeah. they're looking at you like okay like yeah. it's as if it's a weird thing it's like people don't have sex where do you think i came from mom and dad like like yeah. i think we need to start normalizing it's the same thing about like seems we talk about racism it's such as like we don't talk about it and we want to hide it. If we normalize talking about sex and how good it is, God created it. It's something, in fact, God is called the flame of Yahweh, flame. Can you imagine? Mm -hmm. So if we start normalizing conversation about sex, start preaching about it on the pulpit more often, start talking to the young people about it, have the girls go on the side and talk about it and, Talk to the guys on the other side and talk about it. And when you get married, this is what you do. This is what you don't do and so forth. So normalize Mm. having that conversation. For me, that's Mm. the stuff.
3: Normalize the
2: conversation because right now we don't talk about it at all. I could dare say that within the past year, how many sermons or any teachings on sex did you hear in the church context?
1: Man, to be honest, in last year, I'm not sure how many times I went to church. So but like, there you that's, go. that's
0: a whole other podcast <laughs> there
2: you go. and guess what because we don't teach it guess where people are going to go and learn about it
0: porn <laughs> <Yeah, you know. laughs>
1: but are going to find out about it but 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 here's the thing Kings. and you know that, that's such a good point because I, as you were speaking there man I was like man I ain't gonna lie man if I had a kid I'm not sure if I would even have that conversation like like it's so weird like, like I'm just being honest with you if I had a kid weird, right now yeah. I'll be like, and I have a kid, like, I'm like, yo, man, listen to this podcast. Because they li- listen to this podcast because I direct <laughs> them somewhere me. else. Let yeah, listen, re- listen to this podcast <laughs> of me talking because I don't want to talk to you right now about
2: it. And so they'll go to the internet and mm-hmm. you'll get all kinds of people talking about it. And, and some people don't share the same values as you. Mm-hmm. And so they'll learn all the other things, all the things that you don't want them to learn. So the best yeah. thing is to what? normalize talking about it
0: yeah normalize it folks. Normalize, it.
2: normalize um, it. <laughs>
3: uh
0: i i i, I prepared a, f- a few of the questions but but I, I like the ones we've covered so far um and and obviously i don't want to make the podcast too long so i'm actually gonna hop into some of the listener questions we got uh sure. there's, a, there's a there's a few questions which i really liked um and so i'm gonna throw those at you and i, I want to get your thoughts on it maybe maybe we'll uh we'll throw in our own little spice there um but uh but the first question we got—it's um, all anonymous, of course—but um, the first one is: What's up with dudes um, or men wanting everything to be perfect before getting um, a serious girlfriend? Uh, I think this is probably something which is which is really common, which people have experienced a lot. Actually, I, can can I give my thoughts on it quickly before before you hop in? Uh, wait, wait, uh,
2: unpack that question a little bit more.
0: Um, I think I understand it. I think I get the vibe. Um, but I think like for a lot of dudes, me included, Mm. Mm. there's this sense of like, before I get, yeah, like before I get a serious girlfriend, I get a serious relationship, I want to like have everything sorted. So like, you know, I know a lot of guys would be like, you know, I want to have a car. I want to, I want to have a house. I want to have a career. I want to have all these things paid off. And I guess, and honestly, like I, I never, it never really crossed my mind. Um, or uh, until I saw this question, but I guess for, for women that can be kind of frustrating because like, Oh why is this guy? He needs to do all these things before he can actually finally get into a serious relationship, um, and 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 I guess this this uh, this this listener who is a woman, female, I'll, I'll I'll let that detail out is wondering like why that's the case. Now, I might be wrong, but I feel as though if I were to give my thoughts on it, I feel as though innately every dude has the sense of like he needs to be if he's not, if he's not supporting or like providing for his girlfriend or partner or wife, he needs to be ready to like at any moment, mm. if she says like, Hey, I need one month's rent. You need to be like, drop it. And I think for a lot of guys, like, like even if you're not actually like actively supporting your partner, you want to be, you want to be ready to, um, whatever that looks like or whether it's just like, you know, being able to pay for dinner or buy her gifts And honestly, okay, I'm gonna tell this for the listener who asked this. If the dude's saying uh, he doesn't have his stuff in order, maybe he's like broke, broke. Like he can't afford the bus home, (laughs) and he's just saying like, "Oh, I want to get my life in order," but really, he can't afford transit. This evening, (laughs) Uh, so I'm just gonna say, keep that in mind. (laughs) Do it, do it, do it all. All your dates on Facetime because he can't afford to.
1: Because he can't afford to see
0: you. (laughs) <laughs> <He> use <laughs> use the one hour free data. It's like, oh, I'm busy. I'm busy. I gotta hang up. It's Like, what's going on? Do do that or shake shake for yeah. one more hour. Hours.
3: <laughs> oh man.
0: No, no, but no. I, I think me. there's I, a couple. I, I want to hear your thoughts. I want to hear your
2: thoughts. It's, yeah. it's just about three things that pop up in my mind. Number one is this mixed messages. Um, mm. one of them is that um, if you a man, you gotta have everything taken care of. Uh, yeah. you are going to take care of your woman. You gotta. Um, um, you got to make sure when you go out, you, you buy her dinner, you buy her roses and do all of these nice stuff. And so with that message, the dude is thinking, okay, I got to get my stuff all together.
3: Yeah.
2: Uh, and then the other flip side, um, women would say, you know, I don't need a man who does all of that. I can take care of myself. So yeah. maybe you may be a woman who is thinking, you know what? I can take care of myself. What do you mean? You have to figure out all stuff. I don't need your money. I'm not desperate. I just need you. So there's mixed messages there. So the guy is waiting to say, hey, you know what? I'll get my stuff figured out because that's what's happening. And in there, secondly, there's some toxic masculinity that's mm. that, that's happening in there. Mm. Um, we attach our identity on what we can do for women. Mm. Uh, and if I can't do all of those things, which means I'm lesser for men, mm. and that 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 can be quite messy and so the dude will be like you know what i'll chill and and for some guys it's really an excuse because they got no plan
3: but
2: kingsley
1: kingsley kingsley did you sometimes find that that you're talking about those mixed messages but sometimes those mixed messages are coming from women like the thing is there are women who are telling you these things we're telling you like i want you to to be a provider
0: but, uh, but yeah, and, yeah. And, and, and on top so, of that, don't you think it's important that men are able to do that? Like, like, we've had a conversation about this on the pod. But like, you know, even if even if your your wife has a six figure job, but she's doing all these things, like, theoretically, if you have kids, there's gonna be, you know, nine to 18 months where she's out of commission. And if you have no ability to... Provide, it depends not, on who you're talking
2: good. to, man. Think of it this way. Yeah, yeah. Bro,
0: wife, that's like Oprah. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, let's say
2: your wife is Oprah and you work at Walmart. Well, maybe that's a terrible example. Why? Why? No,
1: no, let's no, let's, no, let's no. say you,
2: you your wife is a doctor or somebody has a six-figure salary and you got no job. Maybe you work at Walmart. She, oh, you, you guys have a kid. Yeah. And is she gonna go on maternity for twelve months, or is she gonna go for maternity for three months and go back to work, and you go and take on your paternal leave? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably, probably, probably. You'll become the stay-at-home dad. So there's some mixed messages there, and the reality is, I, 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 I think we need to stop dictating what it needs to look like in every relationship. So crazy, so crazy. I mean, if, so- if my wife is making more money, hey, girl. <laughs> oh, wow. What do you want oh. me to do? <laughs> so, so,
1: so, 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 Kingsley, so, so I, I was going to ask you I ask you that, but you answered that. So the thing is, if your wife was making bank, you would just be glad to be, you would be okay with being a stay at home dad.
2: Yeah. I wouldn't mind that. Cause really my identity is not attached to what I'm delivering in the family. There's other ways I can show that um, I love my wife. I love my kids mm-hmm. besides bringing in money. And that's really toxic masculinity and the patriarchy standards that we have happening. Not all of everything about patriarchy is bad or good, but that's what men are taught. You know what? You need to get a job. You need to get this. And the person is stressed and worried and concerned. Okay, I'm not getting a job. I'm not getting accepted into all the schools. Now a girl is telling you, okay, um, it's okay. You can just come into a relationship and they get into a relationship. They don't feel like a man. And then on the flip side, they meet another girl. Um who says well if you want me, you gotta get your stuff all together. That's mm. all mixed messages.
0: Yeah, yeah. Mm. Man, Kingsley, you are you, a bigger man than us, man.
3: Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> I just say it, man. Like uh, I, 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 I do not do, man. But the reality I'm a teacher.
2: I I I'm <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm really... a product of that toxic musculature, <laughs> that all that. Yeah. So the idea of having to um, to be a stay-at-home dad would be more so coming from the fact that it works best for our family, not necessarily mm. from a financial standpoint.
3: Yeah, mm.
0: yeah. I guess and, that's, a, that's actually like a very big
2: yeah, uh, yeah. decision and to make. Yeah. Women sometimes, because of children and all that, they get a late start in their careers. Mm. And if you are a man and you want to support your wife or a lady, give them an opportunity to go ahead and conquer the world. Dang, yo. So you got to take a step back.
0: Feminist of the year, man. <laughs> um, Things out here, man. Uh, all right, okay. I, I want to move on to this next question because uh, I, I think it's a good one. It's a simple one, but I think there's there's a lot to it. um uh, a Listeners asking: Should you leave your partner if you realize that you love them but you don't like them? And I think at the heart of that question is: Is it possible to love someone but not like them?
2: Is it possible to love somebody and not like them? Mm-hmm.
0: Definitely. I mean, yeah. Amir definitely. Emil thinks this can happen in a matter of weeks. <laughs> can... okay, how are we defining
2: like? Because if you love somebody, you? you already like them. No, nope. love is nope. a deeper. No, nope. nope.
0: mm, like nope. well, think about nope. family members, man. I you don't definitely think so, have family man. members who like you. No, no, I'm, I'm talking the
2: relationship because you go through infatuation. This, yeah. like, this is how you go through. You, you kind of like. Oh, I kind of like them. And then you go through infatuation, and then you fall in love. Uh huh. So you can't say I. Okay. Uh, okay. Here's here's. Okay, so I'm not, here's, I'm not following that question.
0: Okay. Because here's what I think. Because I think in 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 implied in that question, is that yeah, the exact, everything you just said. You like them, and then you love them, and so I think now you regress a little bit, and you get to a place where maybe you still love them in the sense that you know you still care about what's best for them. You still want them to be happy. You still think they're like a, they're a, they're a valuable person. And you don't want to hurt them, but also maybe you just don't feel that same desire or that same excitement to be around them or that same like you know. Oh,
2: move the on. Butterflies
0: and the joy. <laughs> hey, Kingsley, that easy two words. <laughs>
2: <laughs> just Get move out. on. <laughs> what? Sometimes uh, it could Kisley. be that you love somebody, but your values are not the
1: same. So Kinsey, so Kenzie, yeah. are you are you saying are you saying that so, you, so you just think don't it is feel possible. the spark?
3: So you think
0: it is possible just... to love someone and not like
2: them? Yeah, you know, like I, I like you love them like I, Jesus, I love
0: you, and to fall out of, and to fall out of like I
2: I don't like that word "like" mixed in there. I, I don't need um. <laughs> I'm I'm, I'm it, what I'm seeing in as you're seeing that you're seeing that question it's more like you can love somebody or you love somebody and then you realize your values don't match. Yeah, and then it's like you know what I do love you, but you know what. I, I i just gotta let you go okay are you are you are you speaking
1: of love as in like i love you as like a, a as brother. like a fellow human being as a brother <laughs> i love you as like a fellow human being but like no I, no, I,
2: no I'm, I'm, I'm talking about uh love and this is my girlfriend we kiss we have sex and all that stuff but you're toxic for me but, with so 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 so, so, so you tell me at that point you love them but you don't like them no, what Moses is saying. Hold on, yeah. you
0: falling out no, of man. falling out of falling out of out of out light,
2: of, <laughs> falling out of light, falling out of
0: light. I think that's the best way to put it. And, and, and that's the thing, because I, I, I think for me, I've I've always been skeptical of the idea that you can feel intensely about someone one week and then not feel the same way the next week. Unless it happens, man. It unless happens. no, no, no. Unless those intense feelings you felt were superficial to begin with. They were based yeah. on things which weren't, and at that point, I, I think the problem's on you. You need to maybe pump the brakes a little bit, but but Kingsley, you seem to be of of the opinion that that's possible to like to fall out of out of Like,
2: right. <laughs> oh, the word really... "like." There is a is a very superficial word. It's like it's I like agree. On the surface. I agree. It's like it's. A, um, I can see it when you love somebody. Yeah. And uh, for some reason, things are not matching. It's either uh, they're always high, but they're, they're, they're cute. Like, they're pretty. Like, they, they they 10 out of 10. They check every box. Um, but you, th- things are just not working out. And because of that, you got to love them and leave them. Mm. Mm. So mm. it's okay for you to walk on and just leave that relationship. Mm.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't
2: know. It, Honestly, it, I think that's fair. It doesn't serve you very anymore,
1: fair. I think that's very fair. It doesn't serve fair. you anymore.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, like, I think, yeah, I think it's, like, when you learn more about someone as you go through a relationship, and I don't know, I, the, I've always been of the opinion that if you're dating someone and, like, a big red flag comes up, just exit immediately. Don't even, and, don't, and, and even I think, don't even investigate, don't even explore, because the thing is, like, you're not tied to this person. Nah, man. Just run. Run <laughs> no, the
2: no, way. no, no, <laughs> that's You're I always going to be yeah. single, yeah. man. Hey,
1: I think I we I think the best. I think, the best. I, think, <laughs> I, I think we said this before. Like you don't have to do this. Like, the thing is, like, like like you no one's no one's a hostage. Like, like you
2: don't have to stay that, in that situation. No, yeah. see, you gotta I, I guess you have to know your 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 tolerance levels. Tolerance uh, some people <laughs> tolerate things and some people don't tolerate things.
1: Three strikes.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So if you if they do something that you really don't tolerate, that's your values being compromised. You can uh, exit. Exit. You can exit. Every relationship teaches you something about yourself, not yeah. about people, but about yourself.
0: Yeah, I, I I think we just go back to Kingsley's initial answer. Move on, people. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> Move <Yeah>. on.
3: <laughs>
0: Run, um, uh, man. Kingsley, I've actually really enjoyed this, man. I I, I had I, I had a, 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 quite a few more questions, but I want to end with this one. Um, this is this is another listener one. Uh, and, and, and I really like it. And then I think we can wrap up after this because I don't want to take too much of your time. Um, this one's, it's a bit heavy. Uh, uh, but the question is, um, should illness be a disqualifier um, for entering a relationship? And that could be a mental illness that, that you have or the, the person who's yeah, that, 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 that you might have. Or may let's say you have a physical illness where, you know, maybe I only have five years to live, three years to live, whatever, whatever. Um, and if you're in that situation, would you advise someone to just not bother with like tying themselves to someone else um, romantically or, or can they do that in a particular way? Um,
2: We're going full circle. Uh, why do people pursue romantic relationships and mm. relational beings? Um, we can't help it. We have feelings. We're designed that way to fall in love and to love and to seek love. And so would I advise somebody not to get into relationships? No, I wouldn't do that. Um, I think it's their right to fall into relationships, be open Mm -hmm. about it. I do think that everybody needs to understand their level of tolerance. If you love somebody Mm -hmm. and you knew that you couldn't handle Um, a particular illness or being around that because it has triggers or whatever the case may be, then don't go for the relationship. But Mm. say there's nothing wrong with pursuing a relationship because I find out more often sometimes people disqualify people for mental health reasons. If they're saying that, you know, because they have this. I mean, who can raise their hand and say, I don't have any mental health issues? Mm. Yeah. everybody's got something or stress is making its way and so there's always there's 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 always something yeah i don't think that it's a reason for you to exit or not to seek out a relationship Mm. uh, but you got to know your level of tolerance
0: do you think um if, if you're the person who let's say has this mental health issue or this physical illness Um, do you think you should be upfront about that? Like from the jump, like from the beginning, first date, it's like, Oh, by the way, I'm like mildly bipolar or like I have schizophrenia or I'm depressed. Or is that the kind of thing which you can, um, you can reveal later on? Or should you just every every date every every potential partner just be like letting him know I only have five years to live I have terminal cancer it's it's whatever
2: I I, um, I think um that's such a vulnerable uh such a sensitive topic and you yeah. to jump into it on the first day there needs to be a level up of some trust or some sort um mm-hmm. I would say feel comfortable first uh get to a space where you feel like you know what if you put it out um the person won't just take it and stomp on it. Yeah. Um, so you, you got to feel, feel safe first. Because really, um, there's a stigma around depression, anxiety, and all that stuff. I know I see a whole lot of people that come in for counseling and they have all these mental health issues and, and they have been told that there's something wrong with them. Mm-hmm. And already, they feel some type of way about them. So for them mm-hmm. to open up immediately that's not gonna happen right away and rightfully so find a safe space if it's safe then you can go ahead and open up but there's nothing wrong with you
1: yeah yeah i think i I think i think that's one of the i think that's one of the good things that i've noticed a lot more like lately it's just the idea people are more willing to talk about like mental health and seeing seeing therapists and, like, taking away the stigma and, yeah, normalizing it. I think that's really awesome, actually.
0: Yeah. Seeing therapists nowadays is almost like a flex, man. Back in the day, it used to be, uh, like, <laughs> yeah, you, this person's crazy. You'd be like, you'd be like, like oh. I can afford to talk to someone for $200 an hour <laughs> once a week.
1: <laughs> Honestly, man. Like, I need to see a therapist, man. Like, like I think it's actually a good, good thing.
2: A good thing. If you've gone through the pandemic and you're still alive, you need to go see a therapist. Just they, trauma, you know, eh? right? Yeah, that's the just Because be more audiogram. often people tend to want to go see a therapist because they think that something is wrong. Just go self-reflect. You, you're paying that person to listen to your nonsense. They better listen and give you something. <laughs> so if you want to vent and say whatever, that's what they're there for. To show you blind spots, to see things that you probably didn't see before. So it's good for you to go ahead and do that and normalize it. And that's part of, again, toxic masculinity with men. If you come out and you say, I got depression, I, you start feeling some type of way or they look at you some type of way. Mm-hmm. So yeah, feel safe. Man,
3: yeah, Feel
2: yeah. safe and then talk about it. Um, definitely, I would say, I mean, because I'm raising two girls. Uh, first date when they go with a the guy, um, they can even use their dad. Just ask the guy. My dad asked me to ask you, "What are your intentions?" Hey, hey! Ah, <laughs> hey. oh, Kingsley,
1: Kingsley, that one, that one, that one strikes fear into people's hearts, man. Yeah. Hey, that one, that one strikes fear into fear into people's
3: hearts.
0: No, that's, that's that's a loaded question, man.
3: But <laughs> it's like, what are your intentions? I just wanted to chill, man. Yeah,
0: chill,
1: okay, bro. you that's just want to chill.
2: Then we time, know. Bro. Let's chill.
0: Gonna have a good time. Bro.
2: Don't be putting your hand on me. <laughs>
1: i thought we just
2: chilling uh Mm
0: -hmm. but 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 honestly these are these these are the kinds of of reasoned measured uh answers that we brought kingsley on the podcast for um um, and we 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 appreciate it honestly thank you so much you you've you've imbued um a certain and that's the that's the vocab word for this week's episode imbued Mm -hmm. but you've imbued a level of uh a level of dignity and uh, and professionalism to our podcast and we're, we're thankful for her. obviously we had a lot of fun um but yeah, yeah. uh uh this is a little and, bit and of a taste like we like we said yeah. before kingsley has his own podcast he's done 41 episodes of a podcast uh me and and running out of steam on episode 19 <laughs> <laughs> um so, so and yeah, and,
1: and and kingsley kingsley has kingsley has guests from all backgrounds like yeah yeah
0: um,
2: professionals so in multiple fields
0: yeah, so definitely make sure everyone that you're... No, I, I
2: appreciate you guys. I mean, when I'm hanging out with you, it's uh, we take off all those tags and we we, we just chill. Yeah, um, folks, that's our intention. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: So just to time.
2: chill. I, 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 Emil said to me, he's a mentor of some sort. It's like, damn. <laughs> that's how you look at me. I thought we were cool like that.
1: kings and kings. Here's the thing, man. Here's the thing. You're like one of those people who like... Who like you look up to but like you can still talk to and be normal like the thing is like it's 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 so, like... hard, so like... hard it's because you find people who like you look up to but you can't talk to them normally but the thing is like yeah, you're man. the kind of guy you can like we can look up to and one, like you one can day still Kinsey, talk to him.
0: man i'm just gonna ring your doorbell you're gonna see me there's an <laughs> illegitimate child <laughs> <laughs> what do i do, <laughs> what do, I do? I it's just... crying it's crying <laughs>
1: I ain't even money to feed another mouth, man. It's <laughs> okay. COVID, man. I'll meet you on
0: the driveway. Yeah. Park your car. with
1: am man. Later.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, man. But 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 like I like I was saying before, um, make sure make sure to check out Kingsley at uh, at Relationship Factor. Uh, the, that's the name of the podcast. at um, the book knows. We uh, we we may be on on a future episode. So keep your eyes peeled for that. Ears peeled for real. For real. ears mm-hmm. open. I don't, I don't know how the phrase goes. Um, but, yeah, of course, there's also the R factor. Um, is there anything we're missing, Kingsley? Is there, is there any other places we want people to to find? You have people? TikTok? Yeah. You, you, you on TikTok?
1: Right <laughs>
0: oh, man.
1: Is he frozen? No, he's just chilling. He's just chilling. Kingsley's on TikTok. <laughs> he's making a TikTok right now.
0: <laughs> oh, man. I think he's frozen. It's all good, man. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, he's hey, back. hey, ah. hey, hey. OK, hey. no dead air, no dead air, no dead air. We kept talking all throughout, so it's fine. Anyway, <laughs> anyway Kingsley, Kingsley, um, b- b- yeah, b- before we wrap up, where else can people find you? I know we've mentioned the book. No, the just, just just Did just just
2: find me. I'm, I'm on LinkedIn and Instagram. That's where you'll find this me man's uh, Kingsley, <laughs> Kingsley, Kingsley,
1: Kingsley, Kingsley, you mentioned this is something I started a show. You speak uh, so people can book you for speaking, speaking events.
0: Yeah, I don't know. He keeps cutting out. I mean, honestly, that's not the question asked. Our, our demographic doesn't have that kind of money. Um, hey, man,
1: who knows? We,
0: nah, I'm bad. <laughs> we're, we're all about that free podcast live. Speak our um, demographics. But yeah, obviously, if you guys are interested in booking Kingsley, um, you can go to um, his Instagram page, Relationship Factor. Um, there's a link in the bio to, to, to get to your website. Oh, go to my website.
2: You'll find a whole yeah, lot of stuff. Yeah. Relationship for X. If you If you just go and type in Relationship Factor... You'll find me.
0: Yeah, man. This, this man's paying the good money for Google ads, man. He's getting the first page. First page. I don't know about that. Uh, but anyway, um, I just, I just want to say thanks, man. Um, it's been a while since since we talked. It's, it's definitely been a very long time since we had a yeah. conversation this long. Um,
2: and, you, you know, yeah. Emil calls me each time when there's a problem. Like Kingsley. Kingsley,
3: Kingsley. Uh, Kingsley I know when this, he's bro. calling I've me phone's ringing.
2: ringing. Like, Okay, what is Emil gonna throw at me? You know, I gotta, gotta, gotta prepare a good game here. You know, <laughs>
1: I tell you, man, the good thing about talking to Kingsley is like I call Kingsley and I feel like I have some sort of like existential crisis going on, like my life is falling apart. But I talk to him, it's like, you know what? It's alright. It's not. It's not. It's not as bad as I thought. Damn, yeah,
0: man. He, he's the only reason Emil's still in one piece, man. <laughs> Kingsley's the reason why Emil's still here. Uh, but, uh, but yeah. Uh, uh, thanks again. Obviously. Um, for any listeners, we are going to have one more episode next week. And then uh, season one is uh is it's a wrap for season one. Um, mm-hmm. So Kingsley, do you want to say just want to say goodbye uh, before we hop off? I,
2: I, I really don't want to say good. No, I'm just kidding, man. Yo, uh, I appreciate you guys <laughs> as much um, your podcast is conversational, man. It's 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 it was cool hanging out with you. Um, Yeah. Season two, I'm coming back. I'm already putting hey, word, up hey, for myself. Hey, man. Word, this man, this word. man, he's already encroaching.
0: He's already we're gonna encroaching be talking about
2: boundaries. Hey. I'm for myself as well.
3: Oh
1: man, oh, man. Um, but we're
2: gonna yeah.
1: we're, we're gonna become uh, we're gonna become like a subsidiary of relationship factor. There yeah, you go, know,
2: because you come non relationship factor. So <laughs> I'm watch out for these two guys on my on my podcast. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh
0: man. Uh, but yeah, everybody, uh watch out for season two of Relationship Facts are in the base. <laughs> hey man. A
1: part a part of a part of the Kingsley Moyo Enterprise.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, Amiel, do you wanna do you wanna sign off for this? You guys yeah. thank you so yeah. much. I appreciate
1: you guys. Much love, man. Thank you so
3: much. This was fun, All man. Right.
0: All right, everybody. Take care. Much
1: love. Take it easy, guys.
3: <laughs> Bye.